0: Hi there. Hey, my name is Christopher Perry. I am the commissioner for the Western Collegiate Hockey League, and this is episode three hundred nineteen of the WCHL podcast. That sounds really impressive, doesn't it, Andrew? Three hundred nineteen.
1: Well, I mean, what would you do? Start at you know, start at three hundred and just work up. So this is really like the nineteenth episode, or what? I mean,
0: there you go. Look at you. <laughs> you're you're so smart. That's our good friend Andrew Majorkirth, our you partner go. in crime. Well, of course, Episode 319 means it's our 19th episode of Season 3.
1: Oh boy, you are really overthinking this now, aren't you?
0: <laughs> Man, I, it, I had to... I I worked long and hard all summer just to figure that one out. <laughs> Holy smokes. Hey, we had a great week of uh, some WCHL play. We had some WCHL teams playing one another, even though it didn't count for the conference. What do you say, Andrew? We listened to some crunchy guitars, and then we'll come back and let you... Uh, let you just tell the folks all the great thoughts that you have about the past week of play in the WCHL sound like a plan well
1: oh, i see that's a big texas 104
0: A big size Texas 10 4. Oh my gosh, Andrew. I can tell what you've been doing. <laughs> you've been watching a little letter, Kenny, there. Yeah,
1: huh? a little something like that.
0: Can confirm. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's start the weekend. Uh, let's start this podcast off. Let's talk about the past week of WCHL play and let's just get it right out there from the get go. Arkansas, congratulations. You, you won bet. the week. <laughs> you yep, win the weekend because you had the weekend off. Yep, you you were the smart ones of the weekend. You win. Yep. So uh, congratulations to the Razorbacks. And as we always like to say to all eleven listeners, uh, you know we like to give them a hard time because Arkansas was off studying, and you know they were in study hall. And
1: yeah, I'm sure a lot of time spent at the library. You know, study hall.
0: If not there, probably at the chapel.
1: Yeah, probably so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yep, yep. swung so, by Sunday morning to to pay their respects.
0: There you go. Maybe even a little Wednesday night. Yeah. So uh, just to get in some uh, some some double some double duty there. That's right. So congratulations, the Razorbacks. You were off this past weekend. However, um, this upcoming weekend, boy, you get thrown to the wolves. So mm. and we'll talk about that one here in a little bit. Let's um let's let's start here close to home. UCO, number 10 in the nation, hosted Alabama. I believe Alabama was like number 20 or something like that. Uh, the – what do they call them? The Frozen Tide, I think it is. Yeah,
1: yeah I think that sounds right. Frozen Tide.
0: Kind of dumb. Yeah. I don't gimmicky. get it. I don't get it.
1: Yeah, kind of kind of gimmicky. You I know, mean – You're, you're the, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Just call yourselves the Crimson Tide.
0: Yeah, there you go. I like that. And, and, uh, and you're going to have to – at some point in time, they'll have to explain to me why the Crimson Tide has an elephant for a uh, for a mascot, but...
1: Somebody hey, somebody, somebody else asked that. I don't remember who it was.
0: It probably had to do with the fact that when you go down there, it's like a circus. <laughs> you know, and what's, what, what's what's like a circus, but elephants? <laughs> but anyways, the um, that's coming from the lead elephant here. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> the head of the circus. That's right. The Grandmaster General himself, <laughs> UCO hosted Alabama for two games on Friday and Saturday. Friday night was a five to three UCO win, a little bit tighter than expected. Yes, and Saturday night was a six to three waxing by UCO when it was actually a lot worse than that. It was six to one after two periods, and then UCO just kind of
1: yeah put on coasted. control, and cruised home. Right.
0: Yep, yeah. and uh, so UCO gets two Ws after beating the Frozen Crimson Tide. What do you think about those games, Andrew? Anything?
1: Well, I think uh, a little closer, like what you said, than than what we thought they would be on Friday night. But as we spoke last week, we know uh, UCO was shorthanded a little bit. They're a little beat up and bummed up, so a little bit of a short bench. And on Friday night, one of their uh, one of their guys goes out and takes a two and a ten for a butt end penalty. So kind of a, huh. I'm sure I'm sure Coach McAllister was not too pleased with that fine gentleman for. Going out and taking a two and a ten with a yep. short bench on Friday night didn't really help matters at all, right?
0: Nope. Nope. But they not smart. Uh,
1: they come out and they put together a solid third period and put the icing on the cake.
0: Came away. It was two to two after two periods, and then they uh they they came undone there in the third period on Friday night and scored three goals. Alabama got one back to make it uh, kinda close. But uh yeah, them I'm, I'm sure that coach isn't too happy with the uh with the major penalties the oh, I think they're second in the conference no no a second in all of the ACHA in terms of penalty minutes
1: yeah they so i looked it up they were i believe oh what was that? after last weekends round of games i believe they were tied they had like 863 penalty minutes or something like that
0: that's a whatever, lot of penalties
1: whatever it was i think it equated out to 24 penalty minutes on average per game is what i Oof. is what I believe I averaged it out to and I think that was after last weekend's games that I that I did that.
0: A lot of penalties. Lots a lot of, of penalties. penalties. Well Alabama came a long way to get beat. So uh they good did. for them. Yep. And uh see you later Alabama. Yeah they're uh I think they're done for the season. So see oh, you well. see
1: you next time right
0: yep then um well let's let's flip over here to uh to the Colorados the Colorado teams uh, they also stayed at home like UCO did. Colorado State hosted UNLV on Thursday night. UNLV comes into the Rockies and ranked, I believe they were number 11 in the nation at the time. Colorado State was 22. So UNLV goes into CSU on Thursday night, and then they went down to Boulder on Friday and Saturday. CU was ranked 19th at the time. And um, let's, let's see. On Thursday night, UNLV, um, surprisingly – Uh, has to go to a shootout against CSU comes away with a three to two shootout win for UNLV over Colorado state. So props to CSU for hanging in there for the game. And, uh, unfortunately they couldn't get it done in the shootout, but Joe Morgan stood on his head.
1: Hey, they were close. You know, they, uh, CSU played them tight and they, they almost, almost had it, got it done. Right. They almost pulled it out.
0: You know what? CSU is, uh, that's, that's been the story of their season. Hasn't it? They, they've they got Vegas in Vegas. They got Iowa State at Iowa State. They've uh, taken care of Colorado. They've you no know, they they jump out and surprise you.
1: I I you know I say uh, for them I would say nothing to hang your head about on the season. I think they played played very tough and uh, made a lot of teams uh, nervous along the way. Going in there and playing them or having them on the road.
0: That's the truth. That's so the nothing, truth. They weren't any pushovers. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, Vegas goes down to Boulder, and apparently they woke up on Friday night because they just handed it to Colorado Boulder on Friday. It was a six to nothing UNLV win, and then uh, it looks like Boulder woke up the next day because the next game was a two to one UNLV win. So UNLV goes um, a three and zero, oh, or and I guess oh. two, technically two zero oh and one on the weekend, but they won all three games. I, I think. And, it- um,
1: yep. I was gonna say I think last last week I think we predicted Colorado to split with them, so I don't I don't think I was expecting a six to nothing uh, shellacking there.
0: I don't think anybody was, and, and those are games that Colorado needed. You know, Colorado was nineteenth; they're fighting to get it t- into nationals to sneak into that number seventeen spot. They needed uh, uh, they needed a, a W at the least, yep. and they did not need a six to nothing waxing.
1: That, yeah, that didn't help their cause. I was you know, kind of a kind of pulling for those guys to make it to nationals cuz I I thought they would be dangerous when they got there and uh kind of excited to see what they could do when and if they did get to nationals and I was I was kind of pulling for those guys, but I don't think they helped their cause this
0: weekend. I don't think they helped their cause at all. So so that was tough for them and um uh, I know they pulled out a secret weapon. Coach Ballard is he he had to leave. He had to catch a plane in New York City on Saturday night, and so um, a former NHL player uh, who actually lives in Las Vegas now, a guy named Mishko Antison, came out and uh, was helping coach the Buffs on Friday and Saturday, and uh, uh, you know they, he he was the secret weapon. It didn't work so much on Friday, but I guess <laughs> it uh, it helped out on Saturday a little bit.
1: Yeah, helped out Saturday two to two to one. So a little bit more a uh, little bit more respectful.
0: Missouri State, they uh, they weren't playing at home. Instead, they got on a bus and they went up to North Dakota for some reason. Yeah, bad, bad idea. Oh, my God. They went to North Dakota in the middle of February. <laughs> they played Jamestown Thursday and Friday. Saturday, they were at Minot State. I saw a picture that Coach Law had uh, posted online on a social media a view outside of his hotel room window there in Jamestown, North Dakota. And Andrew, it was nothing but white snow everywhere for as far as you could see.
1: Yeah. I could, I can only imagine. I think, I think they ended up getting stuck there and couldn't, couldn't make it South until Sunday is what I hear.
0: (laughs) Well, they got stuck. All right. Because on Thursday they lost to the Jimmies six to three on Friday, it was a little bit closer. They lost three to two to the Jamestown Jimmies, and then they drove a little bit north, a little bit west, almost to uh, Saskatchewan. Stopped short of of the border and played Minot. In Minot was number number seven, I believe. Now,
1: yep, there, up there,
0: and uh, that was a four to one Minot win over Missouri State. So Missouri State goes 0 for North Dakota this past weekend, and uh, I guess we can consider it a fourth L because they uh like you said they there was a winter storm and so they uh, had to stay the night saturday night in north dakota couldn't get back until uh till sunday morning or till sunday
1: talk talk about just you know you go over three and then just to add salt to the wound yeah you, you have to spend the night because you can't get out because of the roads i mean just talk about adding insult to injury you know what i mean
0: yeah yeah like, i mean the, the, the one thing you want to do after you've Gone over three on the road. You just want to get on the bus. You want to head home. Get me home. You want to turn on some movies. You want to go to sleep. The last thing you want to do is think about the games or hang around at the place where you just were.
1: Yep. Hang around a hotel and and mull over it. And yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So get me me on the bus and get me home. You know, we've had some good times in Minot, North Dakota before. (laughs) I remember uh, bringing an Oklahoma team up there and we stayed at a place called the Vegas Hotel. And it, it was a former Holiday Inn Holodome, and they had concreted over the swimming pool inside this holodome. Mm, yeah. And the weekend that we happened to be there, it was it wasn't you know I, I'm I'm not very smart. I brought the team up there like in January. Um. So yeah, there was snow everywhere, and it was just brutal. Our, our bus got stuck. I remember at one <laughs> at one point it got stuck right outside the hotel and had to get a lift to get pulled out of kind of a the rear axle out of the ditch <laughs> yeah but the claim to, the claim to fame was the vegas hotel that night in addition to hosting the oklahoma sooner hockey team who went to minot and split with the, those guys by the way um they were also hosting professional wrestling and um and i think it was it wasn't the wwe or anything like that but it was local professional wrestling <laughs> and so we got back from our game that we had just won and you know we're all 10 feet tall and bulletproof and uh, there's a wrestling match going on right outside of our hotel rooms, Perfect. <laughs> so And you know that was all fine and well, but you know we stayed. Um, after all the people left, after the match was after the, the event was over, everybody stuck around, or, or the, the hockey team stuck around and all the wrestlers stuck around. And they're, all the knuckleheads from uh, <laughs> the, the town left. And a dude literally slept in a tent overnight in the ring. <laughs> to keep people out of the ring. To keep people from messing around in it. That's right. And they and they, they challenged us, or I shouldn't say they. There was a guy who was part of the, the wrestling promotion. When he found out there was a hockey team there, he challenged us to a Royal Rumble. Really? Um, oh, yeah. And I was like, you don't want any part of this. Yeah, I you
1: know. know. I, I'd you remember, be yeah.
0: You, you remember my teams from uh, back then. Oh, yeah. Um, we had some killers.
1: Oh, yeah. I'd I'd be in like Flint on that one. Holy moly! Yeah, yeah,
0: I'd i we, I'd, I'd I'd be all in on the on Oklahoma there. We would we <laughs> would have we would have enjoyed that one. So, uh, but that that's my that's my recollection of my not yeah. why not my not why not my oh. not.
1: It's a it's a fun place to go play. I would. It is. It, it I'd is. Like, I'd like to see him in a certain league, so we we get to see more of them on a more regular basis.
0: Yeah. You need to talk to the commissioner about that one. I yeah. Think.
1: Good, good guys up there, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, the, Minot, the, Minot coach, I tell you what, Wade Regier um, is, is nothing but a class act. The guy before yep. him that had, had the program, Sheldon Schneider, nothing but a class act. They, they run a good show up there in Minot state and it's fun to give them a hard time because they're right up there next to America's attic. But um, you know, I just, wow, that's a long way to go. It's a long
1: way to go, but fun, fun yeah. place to go to. Right.
0: Fun place to go.
1: Yeah, has has lots oh. of atmosphere and lots of character, and that's uh, that's what makes it fun.
0: Yeah, but Missouri State didn't have fun on the ice. So I hope they, they had a lot of fun them. off the ice because they sure as heck didn't have it fun on the ice. They went oh, oh for three.
1: Hey, you never know. You know they uh, they played after uh, coming in. They could have caught at the end of that Royal Rumble. You know Missouri State could have been in the. They could have taken the guy up on the on the offer this time. <laughs> that's maybe why they. uh and came out and laid the goose egg four to one on uh, Saturday night. they they've been in the ring wrestling all Friday night.
0: You know, you know, the other part, the sad part of that whole, of that whole ordeal, um, not the sad part, but a, a, we got stuck. Like I said, there was a snowstorm. And so we couldn't go out to, you know, pregame meal, Olive Garden or, you know, yeah. go to some fancy restaurant. So we had to eat at the hotel and the restaurant manager at the hotel, the, the swanky Vegas motel there in Minot. Also happened to be the linesman for game one and the referee for game two. Nice. So, yes. So, in in addition to eating all of his wonderful pasta that he whipped up for us, we had to be nice to him. And we couldn't we couldn't criticize or, or comment. <laughs> couldn't uh,
1: say what you normally do.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, you get a little
1: extra seasoning in your uh, pasta on Saturday afternoon. Oh. Yeah, well,
0: yeah. <laughs> I just thought, man, what a deal.
1: Yeah. Holy oh, Lord.
0: man, what a racket this is. Anyway, so, okay, Missouri State, we're so sorry that you got stuck. You go 0 for 3 in games, at a fourth loss for having to stay an extra day in North Dakota. Oh, my gosh.
1: Maybe maybe they stayed at the 4 Vegas 4. Motel.
0: Yeah, hey, hopefully they – you know what? I'm, I'm sure they built another hotel up there since then. Maybe they didn't have to stay at the Vegas Motel. If they stayed at the Vegas Motel, that would be 0 for 5. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Hey uh, Oklahoma, they also went on the road and they also they did. endured a some weather. They went to Salt Lake City to go play the Utes. I think they call yeah. them the Skating Utes.
1: The skating Utes. That's even worse than the Frozen Tide.
0: You know, yeah, what is this? There's the Frozen Tide. UNLV calls themselves the skating rebels. Yeah. Utah is the skating Utes. What the heck?
1: Yeah. Just just call yourself what you're, by your by your mascot, right?
0: Oh, it's I don't a, get you know, it, Andrew.
1: Yeah, kind of, kind of an irritating little little underlying factor there, right? That
0: Well, oh, yes, yes. Very, very, uh, very irritating. Well, Oklahoma get, got up to St. Uh, Louis. They got up to Salt Lake City. They wish they were going to St. Louis. Instead, yeah, they, they went is. to Salt Lake City. Uh, I know they got a late start out of Oklahoma, and they ended Ooh. up uh, running into some weather on the way up there to scenic, uh, Salt Lake. And, um, so the game time actually on, on Friday night got bumped back a couple of yes. minutes. I think Is it they, got bumped back 45 minutes or so.
1: Yeah. They, uh, so yeah, they left, they left four hours late. Oh, cause they had bus issues on the, when the bus was coming to the rink to pick them up. And then, uh, I think the bus broke down four times on the way to Salt Lake. And then they, so bus broke down four times and then they ran into a snowstorm going through, (laughs) uh, oh I guess what was it southeast Colorado there around the Cortez area.
0: Yeah, southwest up around the four corners. Yeah, Yeah.
1: southwest yeah, what'd I say, southeast. Uh, They, uh, Yeah, and then they ran into a blinding uh, snowstorm there and that slowed them down. And uh, when we talked to Josh I think they finally pulled in and arrived at the In Salt Lake, they went. I think they. I believe they went straight to the arena, and they got at the arena at seven oh five on Friday night
0: (laughs) with a seven thirty puck drop.
1: With a seven thirty puck drop, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah. Luckily, luckily for them, they're they're generous enough to push back the start a little bit.
0: Well, it worked. It worked for Oklahoma because Oklahoma comes out on Friday night with a six to one win. And then um they hung around. I guess they got to the rink on time for Saturday because Oklahoma won that game as well 8 to 2.
1: Yeah, well yeah, I don't even think it was as, nothing was close on this one.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was uh it was it was kind of interesting. Yeah, kind of interesting.
1: It, yeah, it was it was all all OU you all weekend.
0: They uh- I noticed I noticed from looking at the score sheet um that there were some uh, regular players from Oklahoma that did not make the trip. Or at least weren't in the lineup. Had to wonder if they caught the Utah flu. I, I noticed the <sighs> same thing for Missouri State that there were some uh, some guys that didn't uh, weren't in their lineup for those three games. Yeah, so I figured they caught the Nodak flu.
1: So I know there's um, some teams short. UCO was short because they were beat up. I heard Missouri State was short six guys. I believe is what I heard um, for various hmm. reasons. And then oh. OU didn't take four of their. I believe it was four of their normal starters that play regular minutes. Oh, wow! Um, a couple of them had the uh, the Utah flu, as we elegantly call it. Yeah, and then uh, fun stuff like that. So,
0: a couple. Well, hey, Oklahoma got it done. So, props to them.
1: They did. They got it done. So
0: they broke down four times going up there.
1: That's what I heard. That's what I, I yeah. And I know they had, I know they had trouble getting back. Also, <laughs> um, I know at one point, I was, uh, Coach Berge was in the office today talking and he said at one point they were going down the interstate and it was cold and he had his blanket all wrapped up around him and he was, he was gripping about his bald head being just frozen. He was cold cause his, his bald head was uh, exposed and <laughs> the, uh, the air was coming from underneath his seat and he, and he, and he investigates and the bus door was, was broke and wouldn't shut. So he says he's hanging on to the door and it's like a fourth of the way open as the bus driver's going down the interstate at 80 miles an hour and here's Josh hanging on to hanging on to a bus door that's a fourth of the way open trying to get it shut.
0: And oh I guess they
1: I guess they messed with it for quite a while. Um the they say the inside temperature of the bus was thirty degrees. So oh. there, was, there was a lot of cold hockey players on the bus, so Josh finally <laughs> Used his ingenuity and and got the door shut and latched and all that and I guess cuddled back up in his blanket and wrapped it around his head to get that bald head all warmed up. So,
0: oh my goodness, I am so glad that my bus days are behind me.
1: Yeah, they didn't get back till so they got back at like nine forty five last night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. That's a twenty four hour trip. Oh my, could you imagine?
1: No, oh, no, no, yeah. not at all. Yeah, I am. Oh. What a miserable wow. experience!
0: Well, from uh, from from one miserable experience to another, Arizona State had to go down to Tucson for two games on Friday and Sunday, and um, you know this was games five and six out of the eight game series that these two teams were playing against one another. The first four games went Arizona's way, and games five and six followed suit. Yep, followed suit. Um, Yep. Friday night was a four to nothing Arizona shutout. and Sunday afternoon was a four to one Arizona win. Yep. And I gotta say, I, I watched most. I watched most of all of that both games. And I would say that both teams were just kind of mailing it in both nights.
1: Yeah. Just I was gonna say all all Arizona again, just like the OU series. All Arizona all weekend. The, the one thing that stuck out was the Arizona did get their power play working Saturday night. I believe they went three for five on the power play. So that was good to see. And then uh, probably, probably makes their coach a little bit a little bit happier heading into a, what's obviously a big set of games.
0: They got a big set of games coming up this weekend. They mm-hmm. have, uh, it's the last weekend of regular season games that count towards um, the rankings for nationals. And these will also be the last two WCHL conference games that we have remaining. Arizona goes to Arizona state to play two games in Tempe on Saturday and Sunday, March 2nd and 3rd. And those games will decide the WCHL regular season championship. I shouldn't say regular season. It will decide the championship. We don't have a playoff. So uh, if Arizona uh, can secure two points, however they do it, whether it's uh, just a straight out win um, or if they go to overtime and lose twice and they will clinch the WCHL championship and, um,
1: and that'll you know, make somebody look forward to that. And that'll make somebody look pretty smart.
0: That'll make somebody look very smart. You know, that somebody should, uh, um, hop in a, hop in a truck with me and, uh, Come on down and you can show off your brilliance live and in person. Oh, let me, let me, let me mull that one over for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) That was a quick minute. Yeah. (laughs) That was a real quick minute. Oh boy. That's, you know, I was, uh, anyways, um, that's, uh, that's what we got coming up here. So yeah, Arizona and Arizona state will be, uh, finishing out the season. It's our, this is the latest that the WCHL conference games have gone. And of course, this is the tightest WCHL race that we've had in six years of having this conference. Yeah,
1: this is, this has been fantastic. It's been yeah, it's been fun to cover it and to watch it and to see how it's all unfolded. And uh, it's been I'm sure everybody else has thought it's just as equally exciting as we have so far.
0: Hope so. Hope so. That's the idea here. Um, UCO is in first place with 50 points, but um, but they're done for the season, uh, at least in the WCHL. And Arizona has two more games. They're two points behind UCO with 48 points. That's why I say with every game counting for three points with a regulation win, two points for a overtime win or a shootout win, one point for an overtime loss or a shootout loss. That's why I say if uh, Arizona can bag two out of the six points this weekend, they'll be the champion. They're in. So uh, something to look forward to. Anyways, all right, Andrew, hey, let's uh listen let's, you know let's listen to our Caddyshack horn really quick, and then we'll come back and talk about the games coming up this weekend. The the rest of the games. Some people are done, some people aren't. Then we got some more stuff to talk about, some fun stuff. Yeah, we you We got some fun stuff
1: coming up. I'm ready.
0: Let's do it. Okay, hold on, here's Caddyshack. <laughs> all right, Andrew. Before the Caddyshack horn, do you know who that guy was? The the we well, I play that horn all the time. I'll give you a dollar. Tell me who whose whose horn that was.
1: The uh off the top of my head, I'm drawing a blank.
0: Come on, you can't even tell me Rodney Dangerfield or Al Servic.
1: Well, yeah, I knew those. I know those guys, but
0: well, that's who it is. That's who it is. That's yeah, Rodney Dangerfield. Been, and Al Servic was his character's name in Caddyshack. He was great. Yeah,
1: I was trying to think last week when you mentioned the Caddyshack horn. I was trying to think of the last time I watched that movie. And it, ha- it has to have been probably 15, 16 years ago that I that I oh last God. time I watched that.
0: It was <laughs> last weekend when I watched it. It was great. It was on TV. Yeah, it was on I the Golf Channel. Thank God for the Golf Channel. I haven't I haven't watched that thing in forever. What a what a great movie that is. Hey, you know, we'll have to. One of our things we'll have to do is go through some great sports movies of all time. Yes, that will be up there, uh, but not now. So. <laughs> yeah, moving hey, right along. Oh. Yeah, moving right along. On to the next topic. <laughs> Let's not get distracted. I'm like a cat. Oh, shiny object. Ooh.
1: Yeah, shiny object or a butterfly floating by. Oh, look!
0: There you go. Yeah. Oh, food. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Central Oklahoma this weekend gets out on the road. They're going to finish up their regular season at number five, Iowa State, Friday and Saturday. Andrew, what do you think? Ooh,
1: I don't know. I was. I'm all over this one. I'm. I wrote down a split on my notes here. A split. A split. I, I think it's going to be a good gauge for nationals coming up.
0: Will be. It will be for sure. Uh, Central Oklahoma is ranked right now number nine, I think they are.
1: Nine, ten, somewhere nope. along in there.
0: Nine or ten. Yeah, ten. Maybe that's what it is. They're tenth. Iowa State is five. Iowa State is coming off of a uh, – they just got swept by Ohio and uh, two weeks ago and this past week, and I believe they split with um, Illinois. So. Something like that, I think. Yeah. I forget. I don't know. Iowa State's Iowa State's tough, especially they're, at home.
1: They're tough. They're tough. But it's like we talked about when uh, Colorado State was going there to play. You know, it's a it's a fun place to go win hockey games at. So
0: got that right. It's we'll a great place to win UCO hockey can games. Do it. UCO's got a uh, short bench due to injuries and uh, whatever else is going on up there. So, yeah. but they're right. still finding a way to win. Those guys can fly. They can just flat out skate. Yep. So and, uh, I think I think Alex Henry is gonna be up to the test and you, you bet that'll be a little Nationals preview. Yeah, that'll
1: be that'll be a good little gauge to see what's gonna happen at nationals, right?
0: Yep, yep. Andrew's calling a split. All right. I'm calling a split. Oklahoma gets on the road, they're gonna finish up their regular season at Missouri State. These will be non WCHL games, non conference games, but Oklahoma's gonna go back to Jordan Valley Ice Park. They were just there. At the beginning of February, and yep. lost two tight games. Both scores were two to one. Two to one. Uh, what do you think is going to happen this time around, there, amigo? I am, um, you know, it
1: is. Uh, Pardon me, wants to say all ou, but I'm going split again.
0: A split? I'm surprised with you and your pom poms that you're yeah, going split. I'm, wow. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm, 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 on that split. I'm, I'm thinking ou's oh, going to carry some momentum from this past weekend in on Friday and. Missouri State still reeling from the 0-3 Vegas-Minot debacle, and then uh, they get it together on Saturday and maybe pull off the split with OU. I don't know.
0: You, you know, maybe they should just get their, their regular buses out there and just have a little drag race right down there on or in front of the John Q. Hammonds ballpark. Yes. Just drag out since both buses were having issues and uh, having to suffer through winter storms this past weekend in North Dakota and Utah, respectively. So. There you go. Maybe that's like what we it. could do too. I like yeah.
1: it. I like d- different angle here.
0: Like I figure Missouri State's bus will win that one. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Frenchy's Frenchie's, Frenchies bus will <laughs> beat, beat that beater down from the village. That'll <laughs> that's be for right. Sure. that's right. That's <laughs> right. Arkansas. We talked about it. They had the week off. They got to uh, get to rest and relax. But they're going to finish their season at home by hosting number one Lindenwood Friday and Saturday night.
1: Yeah, so let's talk about that Arizona weekend coming up here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second here. So yeah. you're saying uh, you're saying it's going to be ugly. It's going to
1: be it's going to be ugly. But you know, I hate to I hate to say that because I I've talked Arkansas up all all season, kind of with them and uh, Colorado State, and I like how they play. They're gritty. They work but i think uh the talent of lindenwood just going to take over this one and and just kind of make it an ugly affair
0: you know they played uh, earlier this season up there in uh, Wentzville, and i believe arkansas got blown out of game 1 and they made i guess they kept game 2 kind of close so yeah i think playing at home I and mean, uh, having dusenka and uh, thompson splitting the duties in net hopefully they'll uh, they'll give the the Lions have run for their money. The Lions have been off because of the uh because of the extended schedule um, this season. Uh teams have been able to put in more than just your normal two or three weekends off. They've been, yeah, so Linwood was off. off last weekend. So let's hope they ate a lot of ice cream and drank a lot of soda pop and just yep. stocked up on popcorn and yeah, come, in, junk come in and, and feel a
1: little fat and all that.
0: Yeah, they're gonna come in feeling like a commissioner yeah <laughs> and uh, yeah fat dumb and happy that's right in Arkansas will surprise them
1: yeah I, so. you know we, like we said it all season I like how they play they're they're tough and they they work hard but yeah if it's the same old Lindenwood that rolls in watch out
0: Ooh, has the potential to be ugly it does especially with that short uh that short neutral zone up there yes when, when they'll get some they'll get to flying and they could, it could get ugly CSU is done for the season. Colorado is done for the regular season, and as we talked about, University of Arizona will be up at Oceanside on Saturday and Sunday, as will I, for the last two WCHL games of the regular season, and a champion will be decided one way or the other. The trophy will be in the house at Oceanside.
1: Oh boy! So your secretary's yep. getting it all polished.
0: Oh boy! Yeah, gotta 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 find a rag. So uh, yeah. <laughs> gonna you know, uh I'm gonna have to ask all three of the ladies there at the office if they can uh, you know find some silver stuff and uh, <laughs> polish up that that, that trophy <laughs> but yep it'll be there and if it uh, like I said if ASU was uh, able to keep U of a from getting two points then that trophy will come back with me and go back to Edmond for the fourth year in a row but otherwise it's gonna have a new home in Tucson it could have,
1: I think it's I think it's gonna have a new home
0: yeah yeah yeah, I'm, I think it's probably going to have a new home.
1: I think it's going to have a new, but good for those guys. But huge, huge weekend coming up for the Arizonas. But, yeah, I I think Arizona, they've had it together all season, and I think they'll take care of business. They they have the, uh, the first part of the season here. They've taken care of business, and I don't see them straying off of that to finish it off. And I think uh, your trophy will be staying out there.
0: They've won six of the eight games against Arizona State so far, and I think, I think Coach Berman will have these guys heavily motivated to win game I number think, seven. I think so
1: too. And and now, on the other, if side.
0: they win game seven, game number eight will be a crapshoot. I th- um, yeah, because they, those guys might be hungover. But um, <laughs> yeah, but whatever. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But but you know, you never know.
1: Arizona State's coach may may have his boys fired up playing that spoiler role. And I can, I can probably guarantee you, knowing the, knowing the love that those two teams have for each other, I bet Arizona State would love nothing more than to uh, go in there and take two games off of Arizona and, and keep them from that championship, right?
0: Isn't that the truth? So I mean, it, you're talking about rivalries. There, that's yes. not a rivalry. That's just pure that's, hatred.
1: That's pure hatred. So
0: should be should be an exciting weekend of hockey games in Arizona. It's going to be a cold weekend of hockey games in Arizona ocean Oceanside. I'm going to have to get out my long johns or something. Yikes. <laughs> hey, the uh, the other So that's all the WCHL teams that are in action. But we have another team that's start, getting ready to start a play this week. The uh, Winter World University Games is starting up in Krasnoyarsk, can't even say that. Krasnoyarsk, Russia. Those uh, games will get underway on Friday, March 1st. Team USA is represented by a team comprised of... 15 ACHA players and seven NCAA Division I players. And we have three WCHL players on the team, Luke Carter and uh, Trace Jablin from uh, Colorado. I think that's right. Yeah, Carter and Jabs from uh, from Colorado. No, 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 no. Here, I'm getting it all wrong there. It's Joe Kinsella in, in Trace Jablin from uh, Colorado and Anthony Cusinelli. From the University of Arizona, along with uh, Colorado head coach Eric Ballard. Those guys are literally right now flying on their way to Siberia. They open up play on Friday against the Czech Republic. Sunday they take on Hungary. And then Tuesday, March the 5th, they'll play Russia. Then they'll uh, have games against Slovakia and Japan. But boy, they're getting fed, uh, they're going right into the fire with the Czech Republic. Yes, they are. Yep, they're in the they're in this pool, the sixteen pool. It's two pools of six, and the USA is in the pool with the Czechs, hung the Russians, the Slovaks, the Japanese, and the Hungarians. And the Czechs and the Russians are the two favorites to come out of the pool. So, uh, boy, right from the get go, yeah, a uh, trial trial uh, by fire, tough.
1: right off the get go, yep. right.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if that's uh, good or bad. I think we've talked about it before in the past. I'd, I would look at it as a good thing because, yeah, well, you're yeah. getting started up, so aren't they. They're not
1: – They're they are getting you know, started. Maybe they're and, slow starters. And, hey, you're going to have to play them, so might as well play them while you, right off the bat, right? Get it out of the way.
0: You, you know, um, just a little inside baseball secret here. Whenever we would play uh, – whenever I would schedule Oklahoma against Lindenwood, I was one of those games early in the season. Yep. Cause I knew that it took a little while for the Lindenwood machine to get r- up and running and in the fourth and fifth gear. So I knew I had a better chance of snaking a couple of games off of them early in the season.
1: Yep. Get it, get it out of the way fast, right?
0: Yep. So let's hope team USA and, uh, uh coach Ballard and uh, jabs and, uh, Kinsella and Coos. Let's hope they can, uh, the rest of the guys from the ACHA and the NCAA folks, let's hope they can grab some W's, uh, and surprise the Czechs and get the Hungarians.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, good for those guys. You know, they're excited. Got to be excited, knowing what they're headed for and what they're going to be doing. But how I don't know if like I'd be
0: excited going to Siberia.
1: Well, I was going to say, how would you like to be sitting on that airplane, knowing that you're headed to Siberia? Thanks, oh. but no
0: thanks. I, I think they're. I think they're going from New York City to Moscow. And then I believe, and I could be wrong on this, Andrew, I believe they have like a 14 hour layover oh, in Moscow oh, oh. before they get on the plane to go to Krasnoyarsk, Russia.
1: Yeah, and it's yeah, that's that's no fun.
0: Oh, can you imagine?
1: Like oh. I like I've like I've had some layovers in airports with hockey teams before, you know. Not not 14 hours, but like Just the shenanigans that goes on, having to (laughs) corral those guys for fourteen hours. Oh, thanks, but no thanks.
0: Oh yeah, and you know, yeah, and and in a foreign country, no less. Oh,
1: like I remember. uh, I know a lot of I know a lot of guys have done it. I know Larry talks about his when he went somewhere with his OU boys, and you may have been there when they're they tied the money to the string and they bait people in and then they pull the string out
0: and all that like. Hey, I, I I was definitely there because that was, that was our second season with, uh, with Oklahoma. And yes, we went to, uh, we flew to Salt Lake city to go play Weber state up in Ogden. <laughs> yeah, And there was, um, we were, we were all checked in, ready to get on the plane. And next thing you know, the flight was canceled. And so we've got, you know, 20, I think there's 25 of us. And, um, this was late October, uh, when, when this happened because they couldn't get all 25 of us back on an airplane on the next flight out. Right. Yeah. They're splitting them up. Yes. So there was the head coach. This was, we were flying back on a Sunday too. So the head coach, uh, at the time was Craig McAllister. He's now at UCO. Uh, he got on there he got on the airplane and there was a, an injured player a kid that had a messed up hand so he got on the he got on the next flight there was there was like i said there was 25 of us four guys got on the the first flight the first the next available flight which turned out to be like 3 hours later another 10 guys got on the following flight or the, the second next available flight which was like at 10 o'clock that night. And then the other 11 guys were on, were scheduled re- rebooked for 11 o'clock the following morning. Oh. Right. <laughs> but I take it back. It wasn't 11 o'clock. It was like nine. So of course, Craig McAllister goes, he's the head coach. He heads out with the four guys on, in the first available flight. Larry Donovan was the assistant coach. He heads out with the second group of guys. Um, uh, later on that night but it, it's super duper late and then yours truly gets stuck with a third bunch of knuckleheads <laughs> we had to stay the night in Salt Lake so they put us up at the airport Hilton or whatever and I remember that because I remember when it was because the Chicago White Sox won the World Series Yeah, and I had two kids one from uh, Wisconsin Dells Wisconsin, Mark Tilka and I had another kid from, uh, his name was Jake Crum from the uh, from the south side of Chicago. And those two knuckleheads, when the White Sox won the World Series, went running up and down the hallways, just hooting and hollering of the hotel. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God. like right, here we go. Yes, here we go. So anyways, you'll, you'll love this. So we get to the, we, you know, we, we survived the night. I get to the. God, this is like war story night. I get back to the uh, airport the following morning with all 11 of these knuckleheads, only to be told that our flight that morning was canceled. (laughs) And so this is Monday morning now, right? (laughs) We get told that that flight's canceled and they've already rebooked us on the next available flight, which is the following day at nine o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, this will not, not a, work.
1: Yeah, I'm not staying around here for another day.
0: The, we, I said, get us out of Salt Lake City. Whatever you can, get us out of Salt Lake City. Yeah. I don't care what it's going to take. Get us out of here so that we can, even if it means, because they were trying to get us on a direct flight from Salt Lake City into Oklahoma City. And I said, yeah. nah, I don't care if we've got to go to Timbuktu to get back. Just yeah. get us out of here. Get us home. These kids have to be in school. I got to be at work. They flew us to Cincinnati. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, to kill the time while we're waiting for the flight from Salt Lake to Cincinnati, Mark Tilka grabs some dental floss and a dollar bill <laughs> and puts the damn thing out in the middle of the, out in the middle of the, uh, the, the between the gates, right? In the walkway between the gates. This was before 9-11. So, uh, well, I think maybe it wasn't before 9-11. Um, <laughs> anyways, it was a lot of fun. And, <laughs> you know, at first you're sitting there just thinking, oh my God, you know, it's the classic thing like you see in a cartoon, you know, you put the dollar bill out there and yeah, someone's I, walking along and they, they reach it for it and then you yank it out of their way and everybody ah. <laughs> everybody laughs at them. Well, next thing you know, th- these guys were so good at it and there were so many people coming in and out of the Salt Lake Airport that there were four gates worth of people that were watching the dollar bill game going on here (laughs) at the salt lake airport (laughs) and it was great you know people would people for the most part i would say 99.9 percent of the people that got taken by the gag enjoyed it but there was one peckerhead that did not yeah and you know he reaches for the dollar bill and Everybody laughs, you know, ha ha ha, and he walks away all in a huff. And yeah. went and told the airport police.
1: Oh, geez.
0: Yeah. And so the airport police come down and they tell us to quit having fun. You know, yeah. The fun
1: police it, show it, up. It, it, it,
0: it was like it was like a bunch of uh, elementary school kids. You tell them there's no more ice cream left, and everybody in four at four gates yeah. worth of people oh. just went, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Tilka was not to be. Uh, he was. He was not to uh, <laughs> not to be he, determined. He doesn't give up easy. Yeah, <laughs> he brought his uh, he brought his dental floss and his dollar bill with him to Cincinnati, and we started it all <laughs> over there again at the uh, I don't know what it's called. It's not even in Cincinnati. It's like Northern Kentucky Municipal Airport or International. We did it there, and we finally got home to Oklahoma at 1.30 in the morning, Oof. on a Monday. I guess it was actually Tuesday morning. Oh, but oh, that was so much fun. Yeah. Yes, Larry, yeah. Larry. Larry. Larry likes Larry Donovan likes to tell that story. He was most definitely not there.
1: Yeah, yeah he might that. have been. He might
0: have been there for the Salt Lake, well, for part of it before they had to hop on a plane and get the heck out of Dodge. But I don't think yeah. he was.
1: Oh, yeah. I remember. Uh, I remember sitting in the San Diego airport with the uh, team, the pro team I was with, and they used to play this stupid game. It just drove me up the wall. They play this stupid game called shoe shine and <laughs> and one guy would like if you're eating spaghetti or or whatever the messiest thing they could find to get their hands on one guy would grab it and sneak away from the table and like crawl like a like a small child crawl around the table until he could find somebody not paying attention and they'd reach over and they'd throw it on your shoe on the toe of your shoe Oof. and then you'd look down and you'd have stuff all over your shoes right and it's like guys like come on like we're not in elementary school here. <laughs> Let's act like adults. I remember we were all sitting in the uh, San Diego airport at a restaurant eating lunch or dinner. I think it was I think it was lunch. There's fifteen or twenty of us sitting there, and there's I, I see one of the guys disappear from the table. So I'm you know I'm watching like all right where where are you at? And I see him. he's on all fours crawling, and he's got spaghetti noodles on a on a fork. And he's crawling with oh. these spaghetti noodles on the floor, you know. And there's this little old couple sitting at a two-top table across from us. And the the, the kid reaches in, he throws it down on the guy's shoe, and the guy sees what happens. He throws his seat back, and you know he's ah, you know, yelling at him. I thought the old lady was going to spit her dentures out. She was laughing so hard, <laughs> watching <laughs> watching these meatheads disappear from the table and throwing I'm spaghetti and whatever else on each other's shoes. I thought the old lady was
0: going to spit her teeth out. You know, the, uh, I'm sure there's, there's a lot of hockey teams and that, you know, they get out there on the road and that's just, you know, you would file that under team bonding.
1: Yes. Right. Uh,
0: Whether it's stuck in North Dakota for an extra night because of a trip or whether it's, you know, a 24 hour return from Utah, um, you know, on a, on a bus that breaks down every now and then or, or what, but, uh, or, or the spaghetti, you know, the shoeshine game or the dollar bill (laughs) on on dental floss. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, all that stuff. It's fun stuff.
1: Yeah. The practicing and the games, that's all, that's all fun. But yeah, it's all the extra stuff.
0: The (laughs) extracurriculars that
1: really is what is, what is fun. And, uh, really people are missing out with, when they don't get to see the behind the scenes stuff. Right.
0: I don't know if they're missing out, but they don't get to see it. <laughs> they, get to, they get to hear Nimrod's like you and me talk about it. So, hey, the uh, Division One rankings came out last week. Arizona uh, dropped a spot to uh, from six to number eight. UCO was number ten. Missouri State dropped a spot to fourteen. Oklahoma was sixteen. Colorado right outside the nationals um, place. They're at nineteen. Colorado State it's twenty two. So that means six teams are in the top twenty five, but only four are in the field for nationals. Arizona State and Arkansas finish it out at uh, 29 and 30, so not bad. There's eight teams in the top 30. I'll take it. I'll take yep. it. It means we're not just total dog meat. Uh, the new rankings are expected to come out this Wednesday, which would be February the 27th, I guess. Arizona is going to stay number eight. UCL will be number nine. Missouri State should be number 13. Oklahoma should move up to number 14. Colorado, even though they lost three games, should move up to number 18. Excuse me, number eighteen. Colorado State will stay at twenty two. Arizona State will move up to twenty seven. And Arkansas will move up a spot to twenty nine. Yeah. So well, so yeah, it's kind of interesting. Kind of yeah. interesting how the how rankings are working out. Yeah, Colorado's knocking on the door. They could one spot away, but their season is done, so pieces. they're gonna have to get some help from some other folks. Yeah, they're just a few pieces away from from making it in, right? If if they had uh, scheduled another game or two against some uh, some folks ahead of them, they're they're probably gonna they probably could have got in themselves, but as it is, they're gonna need some help from some other folks uh, ahead yeah. of them to either uh, just totally you know crap the bed, or uh, uh, you know some people behind them to beat up on uh, you know to or I, maybe it's the people in front of them to just you know lose, but uh, yeah, they're gonna need some help. They need some. Yep. Hey, let's listen to the goal Horn and Chance the Rapper, and then after that, we'll come back and talk Nationals, and we'll talk Andrew's favorite topic here, his special topic, the Oscars. Hold on for a second. Uh,
1: But hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey.
0: All righty there, Andrew. So we just ran through the Nationals. um, uh, We just ran through the rankings, I'm sorry, and that's going to impact Nationals because Right now, the uh, the nationals we have seven uh, conferences in ACHA Division One. Four um, uh, four of those seven teams will have auto bids, but those four conferences are already in the top seventeen, so it's really not going to matter. So, Drexel, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I, you know what? And I said that wrong. Three of those three of those uh, teams are in the um, the top seventeen, so it's not going to matter. And that's Liberty at the Eastern States Collegiate Hockey League, Adrian at the Great Lakes. And then whoever wins the Western Collegiate League, whether that's Arizona or Central Oklahoma, yeah, they're, they're, they're not in regardless. Need the auto bid. They'll get it. Yeah, they're they're in regardless. Uh, Lindenwood is they're going to win the Central States hockey, uh Collegiate Hockey League, but they don't have an auto bid since they only have five teams, but it doesn't matter, they're number one. Drexel is the champion of the ECHA, which is a Philadelphia-based um, conference, and they have secured an auto bid. They'll probably come in seeded number 18 because i believe right now in the rankings they're like eh, 28th or something like that maybe they're even higher 23rd who knows um then there are two conferences who this weekend they'll decide who gets their auto bid because they're going to give it to the playoff champion the northeastern collegiate hockey league the university of buffalo um they won the uh the regular season but they're going to have to do it again in the playoffs yep and um, Indiana, Pennsylvania—they've won the regular season for CHMA, which is College Hockey Mid-America. That's a Pittsburgh-based league, but they're going to have to go win it in the playoffs because. Yep.
1: Put your put your money where your mouth is, right?
0: Put your money where your mouth is, and let's—I mean, let's just face facts here. Drexel, who won the regular season of the ECHA and secured the auto bid just played in their ECHA playoffs and they did not even make it to their championship game. Oh, really? The ECHA playoffs were won by Westchester who, jeez, I don't even, I don't even know where Westchester is there. I mean, I know where it is physically, but I don't know where it is. Um, ranking wise. Ranking wise. I don't know if, if they're, I'm going to look it up real quick while I'm trying to, trying to stall, trying to stall, but, I believe Westchester's, <laughs> like, in the 30s. Let me look now, you here. See,
1: I thought, well, 49. Does that ring a bell?
0: Westchester, 36. 36. There 36. you go. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. not bad. Westchester beat Navy in the ECHA championship game of the playoffs. So, Navy recently was whining about um, how they're not in the top 25, even though they played, like, Three teams in the top 25, and they are 0-2-1 against those three teams, but apparently they feel like they yeah. deserve to be in. <laughs> so uh, good luck to them. Anyways, uh, yeah. so all, all, yeah. all that to say that Buffalo and Indiana of Pennsylvania, IUP, I believe is their how they refer to them, they're going to need help. It's not a guarantee that just because they won a regular guarantee. season, not a guarantee they're going to get the auto bid. So uh could be interesting. Something else to pay attention to in addition to the games in Tempe. And then, oh, uh, we, yeah, I thought you were going to say something brilliant there. That's why I paused, but <laughs> no, obviously. No.
1: There, there's nothing brilliant coming out of this yeah, one.
0: Figure, figure that out. Boy. If we were to go on <laughs> the rankings right now, the WCHL matchups at uh, Nationals, number 16, Oklahoma would play number 17, Jamestown. It's probably not a good matchup for Oklahoma. That's um, tough. Number 14, Missouri State would take on number 19, Buffalo, or whoever wins the NECHL, which probably is a good matchup for Missouri State. But then the yep. winner of that game would get uh number three, Adrian. Let's see here. Number do, 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 number seven, Minot State would take on number ten UCO. That'd be a hell of a game right there.
1: That's a that's a game and a half right there. That's
0: two that's two heavyweights. And then number eight, Arizona would take on number nine, Liberty. There's another that's heavy another, duty matchup.
1: That's that's another that's another big matchup right there.
0: Yep. Now that's if we were to go off of last week's rankings, we're not. So uh, all that's going to change. In fact, right now, that's all going. It's all going to change. And right now, the way the matchups look like, it could be an Arizona Central Oklahoma uh, first round matchup, which would not be good for the commissioner. Would yeah, but it'd be good for it'd be a good good game though. It'd be a hell of a game. It would not be good for the commissioner because it's WCHL on WCHL violence, and we do not like that at nationals. <laughs> not until you're later on in the.
1: Until you win a few games.
0: Yeah. 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 Hey, we're doing this podcast the day after the uh, Oscars, and Andrew came up with the idea that we should hand out our own WCHL Oscars. Yeah. We have any of that Oscars intro music going on or what? (sighs) You know what? Hold on. Of that, that's all right, huh?
1: I like it. I
0: like there it. There we go. So, we got, got, little, got a little Oscar I should have intro have brought
1: for you. I should have brought my red rug home with me tonight so I could sit on it and really feel official here.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to ask you what you're wearing or who you're wearing. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, I'm wearing Eddie Bauer.
0: All right, Andrew. So, <laughs> hey, let's go through some of these categories here for the uh, WCHL Oscars. We're going to start it off here with the best public address announcer. Andrew, go ahead and give it to me.
1: So does this guy have to do
0: more than one game this season? <laughs> What's the qualifications? <laughs> Wait, you cannot nominate yourself. I'm so sorry. <laughs> all right,
1: all right. Well, let's go. Let's go, Arizona, then. Really? If I if I can't nominate myself, I'll just throw it. I'll throw something out there. I'll throw Arizona. How about that? How about
0: that? Here, <laughs> I thought you were going to go Missouri State. Huh. You know what?
1: They they got a good little atmosphere at Missouri State, so it, it could have gone either way.
0: The guy, the, they both do a very good job. I get a kick out of yeah. the uh, I get a kick out of the guy at Arizona because he's got a great voice. Yeah, um, yeah. He's so got that he, deep voice and and Joe Joe Pirates, he does a he does a great job. So all right, the next category, the winner for this would be the best WCHL broadcaster. And who, who he you would have Arizona has um, their student crew with um, what's well, Tim Gasson and, and a guy named Jackson. He looks like Conan, Conan O'Brien. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who the Arizona State guy is. Um, Mitch up there at Colorado. There's a Colorado sports TV crew at CSU. I don't know who the Oklahoma crew is. You got James Jalbert at UCO. Steve Casson at Missouri State, and who's at Arkansas? The Drop the Gloves guys, we'll call them. Yep. All right, so later uh, on here, who in, Who would you give the WCHL Oscar to for best broadcaster?
1: Well, so I'm, I'm going to go political on this one, and I'm going to give it to all of them, all eight of them. <laughs> so, the, uh, uh, and I've got... And I've got some reasoning here, so oh, you better have some
0: reasoning there. That's weak sauce right there, but go for it.
1: Yeah, I'm giving it to all of them because I know they they don't have much of a budget. They're not they're not working with much, and I know they kind of get beat up in some of the places they go with uh, either getting a feed out or getting getting stuff out to the people and all that. So I I give it up to these guys for what they do on a nightly basis, trying to trying to cover the games. So we're giving the award to. Everybody that does game broadcasting in the WCHL this year, how about that?
0: <laughs> all righty, big man. Yeah,
1: all right. See you.
0: That week's sauce was brought to you by Andrew Majerczak. Hey,
1: that's that's throwing a that's that's throwing a good shout out to all those guys right there. That
0: is well. Hey, you know what they? <laughs> you, you you hit the nail on the head that sometimes they don't have a lot of material to work with. So and they sure don't that's have right. a lot of resources to work with. So they're up against that's it. Right. Why they're yeah, trying to they're broadcast our it. games, we have no clue. Yeah, right. So, all right, the best uh, broadcast production. Who gets that WCHL Oscar? Uh let's throw that one out to Arizona. They do put on a good production, don't they?
1: They do. They do. I enjoy. I enjoy seeing their stuff.
0: They do uh, uh, pregame stuff. Um, you know, hits uh, between periods with uh, with a coach or a player. They get on the ice for a postgame thing, and uh, yeah, it's pretty snazzy. Pretty snazzy yeah, how they do I, it.
1: Yeah, I like I like seeing the stuff they do out there. It's fun to fun to watch.
0: All righty, Andrew. The next uh, category for the WCHL Oscars, you have is the best WCHL rank. Very again,
1: How can I who can be nominated for this?
0: Well, we can let's let's <laughs> let's go through it. We'll go we'll go east to west now. Arkansas oh boy. over at Springdale with the Jones Center. Um, you got the Jordan Valley Ice Park up at Missouri State. You've got the yeah. uh, Blazers Ice Center. We, you know, wait a second. I see what you're doing here. You want to nominate <laughs> yourself at the Blazers Ice Center? huh? That's I'm right. That's right.
1: You. I want that certificate. <laughs> to hang them office right above my desk.
0: <laughs> Arctic Edge and Edmond for UCO. The CU Boulder Rec for the for the Buffs. Uh, Epic for for the Rams. Oceanside and the Tucson Convention Center. All right, so I, I see am, what you're doing here. You're voting the Blazers Ice Center, huh?
1: Best drink. I'm going Missouri State. Oh, you are so
0: fired. <laughs> <laughs> really? You're going Missouri State.
1: Hey, the only reason I'd get fired is if I if I played this broadcast for my uh for Larry, my boss. Because <laughs> God knows he can't find it and play it himself. I'd have to find it and play it for him. So
0: I'm safe. You're safe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. And, and unfortunately, probably very true. Oh, gosh. All right. So you're going to go with the Jordan Valley Ice Park up there at Missouri State, huh? I'm going Missouri State. Wow.
1: Wow. Yeah, good good fan base. They always pack it in. So fun place to go play.
0: They do. You know, I would have to give some consideration to CU Boulder. Um, yeah. It's a nice rink. Um, and, and the uh, scenery on the way to the rink is also very nice. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you have to walk okay. through all of the, all of the, uh, students doing their daily exercise. So, yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of fun.
1: Knock, uh, knock Ballard off of Ballard's perch there on the stair steps by the, <laughs> by the spinning rooms and all that. You right? know,
0: I've, se- I've come in there before and I've seen him wearing one of those geese and he's, you know, doing some judo and flipping people around and, you know, just yeah. throwing people to the mat. And that's, you know, out in the hallway. So, I wonder what he's like in his judo class that he takes over there. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Holy moly.
0: All right. The next uh, category in the WCHL is the coldest rink in the WCHL. This is a laydown. It should yeah, be a laydown. Let's, uh, Andrew, let's see what you got.
1: Well, so I, I know Oceanside is probably the coldest. Oh,
0: I don't think there's any doubt.
1: Yeah. I don't, yeah, but now I think it's a pretty clear... Clear-cut winner on this one.
0: What a what 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 a what a uh, what a conundrum! They're probably in the hottest place out there in the, the desert of Arizona, and it's, and it's the coldest dam ice in in, in town. <laughs> oh, you know what? The, the Boulder Rec Center is probably a close second, and that's understandable because it's tucked right there into the base of a mountain.
1: Yeah, but a larger larger building, ocean size, not very big. So I think that's what gets you.
0: Oh, oceanside is not very big at all. Yeah,
1: yeah, low, low ceiling, close walls, so it it keeps that cold packed in on there on you. So
0: all right, all right, yeah. Well, uh, the next category for Andrew and uh, in our WCHL Oscar uh, event here is the best WCHL Twitter feed. Andrew, what do you got for us? Well, so I was kind of tossed
1: between the two, um, between Arizona and Colorado. Really, think. I think, yeah, just I, I'm going to Arizona on this one.
0: I mean, you were just going all in on it. Just because you picked Arizona at the beginning, I see what's going on here. You're shaking your yeah. pom-poms. You're a bandwagon guy. They're going to win the conference possibly, probably, and now you're going all hey. Arizona.
1: Hey, cream rises to the top in there. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, I picked them to win, and they're they're rising up to the occasion, so I got to give them some bones. I got to throw them some bones here now,
0: right? All right, all right, all right. I, I, I would I – would, <laughs> I think Missouri. I mean, Colorado has a good feed. Missouri State has a uh, has a pretty good feed too. So uh, yeah, yeah, very nice, very nice. All right, how about this? This is this is going to be. I'm going to get in trouble for this one. This category, oh, yeah. the best oh, yeah. Talk about town pom-pomped. in the WCHL. Oh
1: yeah. Pom-pomped
0: so we've got. Hold on. We here. got Tucson. We got Tempe. <laughs> we got Boulder. We have Fort Collins. We got Norman. We got Edmond. We got Fayetteville. We got Springfield. Suck to me.
1: I'm I'm gonna go uh, Fort Collins.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah,
1: I figured. I figured. I you shake your pom poms a little bit there, right? There you go.
0: I mean, what a great town! <laughs> what a great town that it place is. is.
1: It is. Yeah, it's a great little, great little area up there.
0: I'm, I'm telling you what. Yeah, what a, I can't go wrong with the fort. I dig it, except for you know they have mountain lions up there now. Apparently, mountain lions are just jumping out from all over the place, attacking people in yeah, at Fort attacking Collins. People. Yeah. Yeah, so that that would disqualify me, or, but I I like the Fort so much. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Who yeah. Who would come in second? The Fort Collins. Who would come in second for what? you there, hot dog?
1: Um, I would probably have to throw it out to the Arizonas. And, oh man, take Look your two. You. Take your take your pick between the two.
0: No, I'll, I'll take my pick, but.
1: Uh... Yeah, take your take your
0: pick of the two. Yeah, I kind of but... like the dirty team myself, but. Uh...
1: Yeah. I'm I'm more of a Colorado guy. The uh I like cooler temps it gets a little warm
0: in Arizona for me, but yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I'm not Nice. I'm not nice, town, nice scenery. I'm not disagreeing. I I dig the fort, so. All right, yeah. the best the next category in our WCHL Oscar event here is the best home uniforms. Andrew, tell us who has the I'm, best home uniforms in your opinion um, in the WCHL. I'm
1: kind of I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a uniform guy here. I like my, I like my uniforms.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I might just throw out that one of my Jersey creations has been on sports center (laughs) along with one of yours, (laughs) but best home unis. I'm going to go with the CU whites. Are you serious?
0: What is it about the CU whites that you like so much? I
1: don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't know. The, uh, I like the, I like the bold black stripe outlined in the gold and the, uh, with the big buff on the front there, I like it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, it's pretty classic. It's pretty classic. I would, yeah. personally, I mean, I would have to go with anybody that wears white at home. Um, I'm not a big fan of grays, um, but uh, I know the kids like it, but uh, I, I like that classic look, that clean, yeah, like classic the, white look.
1: Yeah, I like the clean, classic look. I like the grays or, or creams or whatever kind of crazy stuff for third jerseys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For
1: alternates, you know, I think, uh, I think sky's liminal, that kind of stuff. But yeah, home, home and away you got to go classic with them. All right.
0: And in, in the, in the, the counter, the counter category to this is the best away uniforms. So, uh, um, give us who you think has the best away no, uniforms in the WCHL.
1: I don't think it's, I don't think it's even a close
0: competition on
1: this, but really, Arizona State, <clears throat> Arizona State all the way.
0: Really? Why, why, why yeah. ASU?
1: Ah, uh, just, I like that I like that dark red in there with the uh, sparky on the front. like you said, it's a classic look and I, I dig it.
0: It's a classic look you know that that deep maroon with the gold shoulder caps those are yes. those are nice and with the sparky yeah, on the front tough they're, yeah
1: they're tough looking. That's what I like about them.
0: Tough looking <laughs> you liking tough stuff. imagine that. <laughs> oh, jeez all right, Andrew, this one's a lay down. this one's easy. I like this. The best WCHL podcast in the WCHL.
1: Well, so why do we have to be limited to just the WCHL podcast.
0: Oh, okay. All right.
1: In the WCHL. Well, okay. Best podcast. I have no idea because I don't listen to many of them. So I'm going the uh, I'm going the Western CHL pod. There you go.
0: That's a winner right there. You picked correctly. Ding ding ding. Winner. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner. Yeah, I don't know. Are there any other podcasts out there in the WCHL? I don't think so.
1: Uh, so the, I know the boys. No, the
0: no, OU no, broadcast. that doesn't count. They, that doesn't. Count. They do
1: basketball and hockey, so yeah. that doesn't really count.
0: Can, I mean, those guys can barely get a broadcast going, so they have to do it audio. It's like a recording of what they tried to do during the game. So
1: yeah, yeah, they do, it Doesn't count. They do, they do basketball and hockey, so plus not, there's no. They don't stick to the man sport.
0: They don't have brilliance. They don't bring the brilliance right. like you and I do.
1: That's right. They don't have the insight, right?
0: They, nor do they have the cool guitars from Sweden. That's right. All right. The best team website in the WCHL.
1: I'm going Colorado state. Best
0: team really? website. really,
1: it is. Tell me why it is. I was, I was going through them today and looking at it and I, it's very, <laughs> in your spare time.
0: Very,
1: in my spare time. Yeah. Yeah. During my lunch hour. <laughs> the Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, lots of, lots of good info. And it's very organized, very well laid out. The, uh, very easy to navigate, and I uh, thought they did a very good job with it. So kudos to whoever
0: did that for them. Very nice. Colorado State. They had a little alumni section on there. and
1: Yeah, alumni,
0: and then they have uh, the ever-so-popular donate tab.
1: So if you wanted to give them money, you could just a simple click of the mouse, and you could donate money to them.
0: That's awesome. So
1: very smart for those guys.
0: Yeah, someone smart up there did that. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. The best student section in the WCHL. I don't know hmm. if there's many student sections out there.
1: Yeah. I was going to say that's kind of a, uh, yeah.
0: They have you know, spark. You- they have a sparky section at, at Oceanside. Um. Uh, do they have a devoted student section at Missouri state? I don't think so. I mean,
1: I don't, yeah, I don't think, I think cause they, I mean, they pack it in, but I think it's just a, Combination of everybody, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I they don't they definitely don't have a student section at Oklahoma.
1: There, yeah, there, yeah. That's that's non-existent.
0: Yeah. All right. So give it to us. The best student section in the WCHL is so. Oof, I guess. Oh, come on! You know, this
1: kind of hit and miss. I guess you got to go UCO maybe.
0: UCO UCO but, UCO but. I think has they those kids they they bring it you know they might be vulgar and they might be. Rude and crude and crass, but um, they get it going there, especially during those big games against uh, Oklahoma and some other teams. They get that UCO chant going and stomping and the. Fan- I know the team likes playing in front of them, so uh, I would. Yep. Yeah, I, I would think it's got to go to UCO. There you go. So, all right, here. This one's my my second favorite category. Oh boy! I know we're two. We got. We only got two left. And I think there's one for you and one for me.
1: Oh, boy. Best
0: best commissioner's corner in the WCHL.
1: I I put my vote. What what do you got here for me?
0: (laughs) Well, I I can tell you, I mean, the the, commissioner's corner is wherever I am at the game. Um, That's what I I call it. And um, I would say the best commissioner's corner is not wherever I have to stand up at a game, nor is it (laughs) not wherever I have to pay to get into the damn game. So so that means that uh, Oklahoma is out, central Oklahoma is out. Um, Colorado, Colorado state is out. Um, Missouri State I have to stand so that's out. So it would be three. It's either Arizona, Arizona state or Arkansas. Oh um, boy,
1: let's see. yeah here so you're, you're already straying you're already straying off from me here.
0: I, I am I, I would go if it, out of those three I would go uh, Arizona. Because I always sit in the, probably in the same place all the time up in the handicap section because I'm mentally handicapped. (laughs) And um, and, and there's nobody, at least at the games that I've been to, there's nobody sitting around me except for the usher. So, uh, I don't know. I kind of like it up there at the top of whatever section it is at the TCC. So, I would say they're number one. And then a close second would be the uh, perch up at the, uh, at Oceanside uh, overlooking the... um, Overlooking the the visitors bench, we have some neato bar stools that I get to sit on.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm just sitting here thinking that Commissioner's Corner at Oklahoma just got a little bit tougher.
0: You know, yeah. Commissioner's Corner at Oklahoma a couple of years ago was very very nice. It had tables and chairs.
1: Yeah, and I think I had name plates out and everything
0: it for had you. Had yeah. plates out. It had it had it had service and it had uh, courtesy and it had. Um, um yeah. it, it was very nice. Yeah, and I know then I know Commissioner's
1: Corner now. Well I know Commissioner's Corner now has a nice couch, free beverages, <laughs> you know. It's got nice little four man tables to sit at and you can spread your stuff all around all your notes. You can Spread those around the whole nine yards,
0: whatever you're talking about. The you're talking about the parents' lounge at, at, at Oklahoma. Uh, yeah. Don't, that's yeah, not Commissioner's Corner,
1: yeah. You could sit there and mingle with the parents. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, you got the nice couch, free beverages, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think Commissioner's Corner just got a little bit tougher at Oklahoma. Yeah, admission, admission got a
0: little tougher to Commissioner's Corner, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, I think Oklahoma's going to start charging to get in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's all right that's all right i know the secret everybody warning. everybody pays now everybody pays <laughs> <laughs> i love it all right andrew so we're down to our last our last our very last thankfully our last category here in the wchl oscars it's the best zambonis in the wchl or since i know you're particular it could be the best zamboni drivers hey so uh so what do you got who are our options the the, oh boy. the zam out in tucson i'm telling you it's it's sponsored by some pest control company so it has mouse ears and a mouse nose and a mouse tail so oh it's kind of nice um the zams at uh up at cu boulder are electric and they have two of them in their yeah. and they're black and gold so the
1: electric them. is the all the new the rage
0: electric is the, all the new the rage um Tell us about your zamboni at the Blazers Ice Center.
1: Well, so we've gone, you know, the like I said, you got the mouse pest control out in Arizona. You got the black and gold team colored zambonis in Colorado, and the the zamboni at Oklahoma. We've kind of we've kind of turned uh, turned on a different page here, and uh, we've kind of gone for that. Uh, if you're into hot rods, the uh, the new culture that's out there now called rat rods, and. Uh, <laughs> You leave them, you leave them between and rusted and all that. So what we've done at Oklahoma is we have gone for that rat rod Zamboni look and we have left the patina and all of that. And, uh, I think I, I'm digging it, you know, it works for us.
0: Uh, admit it. You didn't go for that look on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a result of uh, 20 years of hard work, huh? I, yeah. I had, so in short story, I had some guy
1: in the other day, uh, my Coke rep and I was down in the same room turning some wrenches on the thing. And he walks in and he's like, Oh, wow. He said, I didn't realize these things rusted so bad. And I looked (laughs) down and I said, you watch your mouth. I said, that's my batina that I'm working on. (laughs) He took me serious. He started apologizing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That poor thing Uh, is held together with bailing wire and bubble gum. Oh man. Oh my gosh.
1: She, actually, she was, the Oklahoma ZAM runs pretty good, depending on who's driving it. Well, there you, just you gotta go. Got to know how to baby it.
0: There you go. You got to. You got to. They're particular. So, yeah, all right. So yeah, give it. Give us a. Give, give us a, a winner in this category, Andrew.
1: They, uh well, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to vote for myself on the uh, best Zamboni and Zamboni driver, but I haven't driven for a game this season. So I guess we're gonna go, uh, the CU black and gold electric Zambonis
0: they're pretty good they're pretty good I would have voted for you just to let you know I you you did run you saved you saved the bacon during the uh I, Uco game more, more recently when the zamboni stalled on the ice and you went out there and magically resurrected yeah. it from the dead
1: yeah yeah I, I know what I know what buttons to push yep
0: yeah, yeah so I would have I would have voted for you but um yeah my, you know I, I'm I just can't remember guy
1: I'm an honest guy here. I can honestly say I haven't driven it for a game all season, so you know, got to be an honest guy. Can't take can't take credit for something I haven't done, right?
0: Electric exams are all the rage, huh?
1: <laughs> they are all the rage. Holy moly!
0: Yeah, well, I, I I could tell you which one it would not be. It would not be the uh, the, the one up in uh, at the uh, the Olympia up in Edmond. Um, that thing is probably still <laughs> trying to clean up for the first intermission from last week's games. It's uh, it's, it's, it, it's slow it's slow
1: it is slow and they uh, yeah they, they they've they at least tried to do some body work on it it's been it's been a while it, I think it's been two years that they've had the, the bondo and all that <laughs> on, on it so the bondo it, it's it's that's it's great. a process that's great it's I, process. I figured you
0: were going to tell me it had some duct tape some West Virginia chrome on it somehow <laughs> yeah gosh I'm sure there is somewhere <laughs> All right. Well, any more categories for the WCHL Oscars or are we done? Was that it? Was the best nah, Zamboni I, is our best picture?
1: I, I think that is it. I think that's our best picture right are,
0: there. Are you going to be Spike Lee? Are you going to you know throw your hands up in disgust and uh, walk out of the room?
1: Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fill my papers up and storm out, storm back into the kitchen, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> All righty. Well, hey, we got a, a big weekend of games coming up. I've got a couple of miles on the road in front of the windshield looking at me. which which ought to be fun um so i'm looking forward to getting out to tempe hopefully i'll be out there for uh a day and then um yeah we've got a big weekend of uh after this week i mean next this time next week andrew we will be talking the seeds for nationals and who's going to nationals yeah
1: i was gonna say we should uh we should have uh have a clear picture on nationals next this time next week.
0: There you go, and we should have a better picture as to how our, our boys are doing over uh, representing Team USA, how they're doing over in Russia, whether they're going to yeah. come back victorious or whether they're uh, not. So, uh, so next
1: week's next week's show should be uh, very very interesting.
0: Should be a hum dinger, unlike this one, which is just a dinger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> all right, Andrew, we appreciate everybody uh listening to this WCHL podcast and putting up with us. If you have some ideas as to who the WCHL Oscars ought to be or if there are categories you think we missed, send them along, let us know, beat us up, send us a text, whatever. Um That's we're, right. we're, we're we're happy to help. We are non-discriminatory. We will take any and all suggestions. Special shout out to Gramps in uh Philadelphia. Andrew, I got a nice text message from uh From Mr. Cerullo, who said, Gramps listens all the time, and he's bummed that CU is done, but you know what? Maybe there's a miracle in the waffling here. So I
1: I was going to say, don't don't count them out yet. They're they're knocking on the door.
0: Never say never. Yeah, they're knocking on the door. They're going to backdoor their way in. That's right. Nothing wrong with that, as long as you get there. That's right. That's right. They don't ask how. So, all righty. Well, let's, uh, Andrew, say the magic words. Let's get us out of here. I've got to go polish a trophy. Oh, boy. Well, everybody
1: have a good week. Everybody had a safe week. We'll catch you on the flip side.